Hello, hello, hello. Once again, welcome back to Courage and Perseverance Podcast. This is your host, Cordia Reed. As we wrap up the month of July, we'll be having two guests today discussing two different topics. First guest, Dr. Karen Hills Pruden, will be discussing surviving and succeeding beyond work hurt. Our second guest is Shelly Michette, and we'll be discussing courageously walking in your purpose. As we continue our life's journey, just remember to trust God through all your trials, all your tribulation, and trust Him even when the blessings start to flow. Thank you guys for tuning in to Courage and Perseverance Podcast. Thank you for your wonderful messages. Thank you for all that you do, and thank you for supporting Dr. Pruden, are you there? I am, yes. Okay, welcome Dr. Pruden to Courage and Perseverance Podcast. Tell us a little bit about who you are and what is it that you do. Yes, I am Dr. Karen Hills Pruden. I am also known as the career elevation expert. I work with female middle managers seeking senior leadership positions, specifically in the C-suite. Um, these are individuals who are seeking positions in the most senior leadership positions in their organization. Awesome, awesome. So I see. I also see that you're part of the Impact Nation with um, Dr. Cheryl Wood. Could you give us a little bit about what that group is all about on Facebook? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm a member of several of Cheryl Wood's group. Impact Nation is a um, is a Facebook group where like-minded women who um, are just for collaboration and not for competition, who support one another in their employment or entrepreneur endeavors. Awesome. You said a key word, who support each other and not for competition. Absolutely. We can all win no matter what we do. We could be doing the same two things, but it's how we do what we're in our purpose and it's how we present ourselves and it's all about our character right so there is no competition if we're selling the same item i like that and we support absolutely. each other awesome absolutely awesome, awesome. so today's topic you want to discuss surviving and succeeding work hurt give us a little bit more about why you choose that topic well, I know um, anyone um, who has been with an employer for a significant amount of time, when I experienced my work hurt, I have been with the employer for about 13, going on 14 years. And if you've been with an employer and you are looking, you're navigating yourself through um, corporate America as I was, um, sometimes you um, find yourself in situations that aren't pleasant and how mm -hmm. you navigate and persevere through those situations, um, it, it determines what you call that situation. And it, at the time, I was um, um, looking to be elevated through um, to my next position, my next leadership position. And um, I was already identified as the individual who would succeed um, my boss at the time. And I'm sure others have been in a similar situation um, and so I was basically identified as you will be the next um, director um, once this individual leaves the position. However, I needed to wait until my boss retired in order for me to move up into her position. Mm -hmm. And 
my boss continued to delay her retirement year after year. Wow. Um, and so I was never able to move into her position. As a matter of fact, she is still working to this day. And so I ended up finding a director position outside of the organization. Mm -hmm. uh, but the three years that I waited um, for her to retire, of course, there was a, a degree of hurt that was associated right. um, during that time because I enjoyed the job, I enjoyed my employer, and I loved what I was doing, and no one, you know, and it paid a decent salary. No one wants to leave a job that has those um, ideal ingredients on the plus side, right. uh, but I also wanted to see how far I could go in my career uh, with that organization, and that was the next step for me um, as you move up, the positions become fewer and fewer. Right, right. <laughs> so, the ladder gets you know, very slim. <laughs> yes, yes. And so, at, you know, I had the credentials. I had the experience. I had the credibility. They had already identified me as a successor. But mm -hmm. that, that one thing that was needed in order for me to move up in that position was that she needed to retire. And the fact of the matter is that she wasn't ready to retire and mm -hmm. so because she is still working to this day but right. it was a certain degree of work hurt that i experienced through that mm -hmm. because i love my job and i wanted to move up but i actually end up leaving the company to find a position externally <laughs> you see how um it is crazy how we all got some sort of story in the same elements right of work hurt I was in the same situation a few years ago. I worked with a company for over 10 years and not so much as being promoted over the director status, but being there, you know, you know your work, you know what you're doing. You've been there for so long. Yes, you're comfortable in the job. It has its pluses, right, of the income, the hours, you know, your little freedom here, here and there, the flexibilities for so, right? And then it comes out, you say that, okay, I went to school, I got my degree, so why am I not being promoted to the next level, right? But I had to realize for me that as much as oh, I wanted to go to the next level, God did not want me to be in, on that next level in that season and in that time, right? So for, for you, I feel as if if you had not gotten that work hurt, you wouldn't have propelled into where you are right now. Do you do you well, look back and see it that way? Well, I do see it that way, and really, you don't even know my full story, but that's exactly what happened because wow. I was very comfortable where I was. I enjoyed my job. I could do it. I was mm -hmm. very comfortable where I was. The job that I left the organization for, it was a director position, However, I did not stay there long. I only stayed there eight months because I had, um, it was on my bucket list to work for my um, alumni. Mm -hmm. And I had always wanted to work for my alumni. And so when I accepted the job um, that was a director position, my goal, I had a plan of I was gonna work it for one year because the job required a lot of travel. So okay. I said I was gonna work it for one year so that I can get the director position on my resume, then I was gonna look for something local um, so that I wouldn't have to travel as much. And so when, within eight months of being on the new job, I, um, I um, God laid it on my spirit to check the job posting mm -hmm. and I came across an opening 
for a higher position, but it was the position that I always wanted that was on my bucket list, which was to work for my alumni. And so I applied for it. But the ironic part to that is I could not have gotten, and that's the position that I'm in now. I'm a chief human resource officer, assistant vice president. I could not have gotten this position had I not moved to the director position. So I needed to move out of my comfort zone for that external um, director position so that I can get the position that I really, really Really wanted, wanted. Mm -hmm. which is the one that I'm in now, and it's a higher position. So I think that that God showed favor in me because I trusted in him and I accepted the external position, even though I was leaving my comfort zone because he had something bigger for me eight months later, but I didn't know that at the time that I accepted the director position. Wow, wow. God works in mysterious ways. And I, like you said, I don't even know the full story. But yes, just listening yes. to you and hear what you said, that just came into my spirit to release it to you. And you confirmed yes. everything just now. Yes. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you put chills down my spine when you said that. I'm like, oh my goodness, that's my story. She not, she's a Pete McCart. She's a Pete McCart. <laughs> That was me. That was God right there. That was God right there. Because we all sometimes we don't see certain things for us, but then other people see that elevation before it comes to manifestation, right? And Absolutely. that's what it is. And when we get to that manifested stage, we go back and be like, oh my gosh, like you just said it. Had I not left that job because I was hurting internally and more so probably on the physical realm to where you were even hurting because you show up every day, you go above and beyond, you do what is expected of you and then some because you know that promotion is in the future. So you're yes. working, you working, I would say you're behind off <laughs> to yeah. get to that next level because you deserve it. You've been there for so long. You put in the work. So it's time to get not just compensated and not just to have a title, but to be where you want to be. But in the natural, Absolutely. that's not where God wanted you to be. Absolutely. He Actually, had, he needed me to move away from where I was comfortable and trust in him. And it was a hard decision. It's always a hard decision to, to move, move away from, yes. you know, where you've established, where people know your work, they know mm-hmm. your reputation. You know, you don't have to prove yourself as hard because the players know you. To go to a new organization where you got to prove yourself, you don't have the track record and all of that stuff. I mean, it's been, and I travel a lot, and so that mm-hmm. was very, and it was a higher level. So, I mean, it was very scary for me, but I've, I believe that I deserved it and it was time for me to move and my spirit kept telling me it was time for me to move and so I trusted in that I was hearing from God. Sometimes I thought it was the flesh, but mm-hmm. I, 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 I said, no, I said, I think God is blessing me with this opportunity and I trusted in him and I moved on and now a year, within a year, I am at the, my dream job and I don't have to travel and it's a higher level. Look at that. Look at that. A blessing in disguise. Absolutely. A blessing in disguise. I just love to hear stories like this. For me, like I said, I was in a job. I felt like I should have been on a different level, but God did not want me to be on that level. It wasn't his will. So for me, I lost that job in 2018, but it also helped push me into my purpose because from then, 
I started going out, meeting different ladies, you know, being around other circle, different environment. Had I sit at that job and I love, like you said, you love what you do. I love what I do. I love yes. my boss. I love my coworkers. I have no issues with anyone and yes. the, comfort, the comfortability with the job and the flexibility. Also, if I have a doctor's appointment for my kids, I'll leave, go to the doctor's appointment, come back, make the hours up sometime within the week or if I can't make it mm -hmm. on that day. So, you you know, you want that stability in a job. But in reality, that's not where you need to be to be successful in life. That's not where God wants you to be. But we don't see it until we get uncomfortable, until situation changes where we have to step out of our comfort zone to move. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's what happened there. So once you recognize that hurt, I'm sure like there was some pain while you were going through all of that, right? How do you feel while that is going on and you come to realization like this is not going to happen. It took you three years to make that shift. Give us a little yeah. bit about that feeling. Yeah, it, it, it took me three years because when you work in an organization like that and you work among other individuals who have been there just as long, not only are you co-workers, you are actually friends. Right. You know, mm -hmm. right. you're actually friends and some people even call them your work family or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so the, the first year when she didn't retire, I was like, oh, okay, you know. Um, I know retirement is hard. She had worked for 40 plus years. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe she's just putting it off for a year. So I gave her the benefit of the doubt. One, because I enjoyed, I enjoyed what I, so I wasn't unhappy in my job. I enjoyed what I did. Right. And I liked her. And I, you know, we were friends. And so I thought that if it was something like she was never going to retire, that she would come to me. So the first year, I didn't really think about it that much. The second year, um, she never really mentioned retirement. The first year when I was waiting, she used to she was passing over tasks and responsibilities to me, mm -hmm. saying, "Cause you know I'm gonna retire." So right. She shifted I, the workload. Yeah, she shifted the workload over mm -hmm. to me. Now the second year, she didn't even use the word retirement. She didn't even talk about retirement. So that was a indication for me, cause it's like, wow, she's not even talking about retiring mm -hmm. now. Um, and I didn't approach the situation with her because, I mean, I, I had observed that she wasn't talking about retirement. And so it was the beginning of the third year that I said, okay, she's not retiring anytime soon. And I think she ended up taking on another responsibility. Um, and I said, uh, and when I say another responsibility, not another position, but just instead of her getting things off of her plate, I think that third year, at the beginning of that third year, she took on something that let me know that, oh, this is long term. She planned on being here. And so I started talking to a confidant who worked in my department. And I was like, you know, even though the position is mine, I have to wait for her to retire to get it. Mm -hmm. I'm ready to move now. I think I'm going to start putting in some applications. Right. And my, um, my coworker said, uh, my coworker who was higher than me, on more so on her level, said, yeah, you probably should. And so my coworker not wanting to breach anything, that coworker knew more than I knew, but didn't want to break, break the confidence right. of senior leaders. Mm -hmm. The just trust. Said, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, you probably should. And so, he, and the coach said, if you need a reference or anything, 
Um, I'll provide a reference for you, but you probably, if you're ready to move now, you probably should. And so I started putting in applications, um, and then, of course, I it started interviewing, and I got a position. And then I later found out when I accepted the position that the co-worker had knew all along mm-hmm. that that the person wasn't ready to retire right. and but didn't want to break the trust. And I, and I don't hold it I, against I, that yeah. co-worker. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah that's a friend. It. I wouldn't hold it against her too, because that's a friend, that's a woman that you could trust with anything. And trust is a, is something that, you know, it's hard to find out there. Yes, so yes. That, but but it, was, it was, I was walking around, and I was emotionally wounded for a while, because mm-hmm. um, and not only was this a friend, it was my supervisor. So you got those mm-hmm. two dynamics working, yeah, and then I felt like, yeah, and I felt like she also had a little bit of control over my professional future because mm-hmm. not only was she my friend, she was my supervisor. Understand. Okay, okay. But you yeah. know what? It's also a good thing where she didn't let you sit in that space. She advised you. You know, because some people would be like, oh, I, even though we're friends and we're supervised and I'm a, I'm a you know, or superior... I'm just going to tell her, just hold on, girl. Just hold on. Just hold on. And hold on on. You probably would have still sitting there had she, because you trusted her. So it has this good and bad where she let you know, go ahead and look for something else out there. Mm-hmm. So that's a plus right there. So that hurt it. And I know it, it brings some stuff, you know, inside of you to the fact that where you had to go back it, as a woman of God and you know trust your belief and be like Lord I'm trusting you to carry me through I'm trusting you to help me make the right decision because a decision like that is very hard to make so you stepping yeah. out on faith that you know what I'm gonna find something it's not my, gonna be my ideal job but I'm gonna take something because me sitting here for three years and I'm waiting patiently yeah you're waiting patiently but in that patient moment is when you also find yourself and find your purpose and now you're succeeding in your purpose right yeah that makes yes, sense yes yes absolutely so now tell us give us a little bit about how you survived that so now how are you succeeding through all of that share give us a little give us like a story uh, in something about how you succeeded now from that transition well, I, 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 um, I had to let go of the work hurt one. When mm-hmm. I left the job, I let the hurt go. Right. Um, and so I, we, we resumed the somewhat of a friendship, even though we didn't see each other as, as much anymore, but we did um, reach out for holidays and different things mm-hmm. because I decided I could not hold on to that emotional baggage if God blessed me to move on to a new position. Right. So I could not carry any resentful feelings that I may have felt or any hurt, when I accepted the new position, I had to let that go. And when I made that decision, and it comes with prayer, and it's a process. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be that you can't do that with the flip of a finger. But, mm-hmm. you know, God helped me work through it. Um, to Okay, you, I'm, giving you, I'm blessing you with this job. You got a new job, a new start. You're in a director position. There's no reason for you to hold anything uh, any animosity in your heart or any hurt in your heart going forward. And so I was able to actually let that go. But what I also was able to do is, um, I because I have a business, Food and Global Business Solution Consulting, mm-hmm. I really focused on 
I tend to my client for my business. My business used to be overall consulting for human resources and business. My focus now is on individuals who are seeking senior leadership positions. So to help other women prepare for, um, I coach and mentor them to help them prepare for senior leadership positions, but also to recognize and value their own worth so that they don't stay in a place too long. Right, right, right. Because even though you, you know. want that position, you don't see it coming to fruition. So why am I going to sit here and be still? Yes. Yes, exactly. I mean, there are there are times when you need to be still, but mm-hmm. you have to you have, you have to, to recognize it. spirit, yeah, your discerning spirit has to tell you when it's a blessed situation and when it's a God opening the door situation. Amen, amen. The you know, is and sometimes it's difficult. Sometimes it's difficult. It's not. Sometimes it's not one. You know, where you ask God, show me, and He show you in that one ask. Sometimes you just have to be still for a minute mm-hmm. to really figure out. If it's you or if it's God um, that is talking, but now I I help other women who are trying to climb the um, climb the corporate ladder, you know. And then we also talk about what is your plan that your career has to be intentional, focused, and strategic. You know, just don't let your professional career happen to you. Right. You need to figure out I'm going to be here. I'm going to be here for a certain number of years, and if I don't get promoted within this organization, then I'll start looking externally. And then these are the places that I'm going to look externally. And so now I work with women to help them. Don't just let your career happen to you. You need to drive the call drive the of your call. career. Yes. 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 You yes. need to be intentional. You need to be focused. Um, you need to have a plan. Your plans can change because all things um, change anyway because we're not in control of anything. The right. good Lord is in the control good Lord of everything. Is. Mm-hmm. But you mm-hmm. still got to have a plan. You know, and then be flexible and pivot from time to time within that plan. Within that plan. So, mm-hmm. so, yeah. so I work with women so that they just don't let their career happen to them, that they are the drivers of their career. Awesome, awesome. So as we wrap up this conversation, right, give me one motivation that you could give to another woman or man out there not just for today but for the future if they're in a situation where they're in their job they love their job everything is going smooth but it's time for them to make that shift and give me an motivation inspirational what you could offer to them or something that they could look forward to as to know when it is time not just with the good lord of course we go to god in prayer first but in the natural, what is the sign or how should they have some sort of discernment for themselves as to know, you know what, what if you didn't have the supervisor to say, Karen, go, go, go ahead and look for something else, right? What if mm-hmm. she wasn't there? So if I don't have someone to lean on and say, Cridia, go ahead and do this. What should I do if I'm placed well, in that situation? Yeah, if you are if you're working if if you are um, planning your career, you're intentional. Then you already know the title of the next position that that's next in your professional path. Mm-hmm. So once you already know that title, you know need to know the qualifications, the work mm-hmm. experience that's required for it. You know who are the top five employers who have that occupation. And so when you get those. Check, check out those things. I have the education that's needed. I have the years of experience. If it requires you managing people, I have the people. If it requires you to manage budget, I have the budget experience. Once you get all of the check marks for that next position in your career, 
as you feel it in your spirit that it's time to move, that is the time to move because right. you have already prepared yourself for the next level. Mm-hmm. Any other time that you spend sitting there after you've already acquired everything you need, that's fine, you know, if you want to sit there, but you've already checked off everything that you need to be considered a good candidate for the next position, and that's when you should start seeking opportunities in that next position awesome that's a good advice very very good advice so what are you doing now and how can people get in um get in contact with you okay i just released uh, my seventh publication which is proven principles 10 strategies to propel women to the c-suite that's on sale on amazon as well as on my company um, website prudent, um, prudent global business solutions.com. I am also working on um, my next publication, which is Melanin in the C Suite, um, which is going to be focused specifically on women of color and some of the unique situations that they find themselves in when they are uh, trying to obtain senior leader positions. Um, you can find me on all social media I'm on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, LinkedIn under Dr. Karen Hills Pruden, or you can find me on the Global Business Solutions.com. Awesome, awesome. Thank you and congratulations on your new release. There you have it, thank guys. You, thank you. You're welcome. There you have it, guys. How to survive and not just survive, but also succeed work hurt with Dr. Karen Hills Pruden. Thank you, Dr. Pruden. Thank you for coming on to Courage and Perseverance podcast. Thank you and have a blessed day. Thank you. Bye.